Shannon Sharpie. Shannon Sharpie. Oh, okay, can I, let me just start by saying this, though. Yeah. People need to put some respect on, on Skip's name. Oh, okay. Uh, because I'm seeing a lot of people that are like, oh, my, what's Skip going to do? He's so trash. Shannon the Mady, blah, blah. Okay, I get it. You're right. He is the superstar. If he leaves, Skip will probably be debating with himself, and it's definitely going to take a hit. But let's not be disingenuous with the fact that this man created the debate. Put it this this way. Skip had a massive influence on half of football hot. Huge. So we can, before we I... <laughs> yeah, like yeah, but before I, I I did this stuff and everything, what I what I used to because I didn't catch cold pizza, but I caught who was that host on first take? A white guy, black hair, a bit stocky build. Jay Crawford. Yes, Jay, Jay Crawford. Yeah, I remember when it was him mm-hmm. as the um, mediator and everything, and I was like, because NBA that's my second favorite sport. I was like, man. Imagine if you could bring this to football, just this kind of character, colorfulness, and just this energy to football analysis and everything. So me watching that thing literally every day because it just added extra weight to the NBA games, which is why I always say, like, forget football. One of the most gripping sports games I've ever seen in my entire life was Game 6, Heat Against the Spurs. And just the narrative and just what everybody was saying in terms of what Skip was saying, Stephen A was saying, and just what everyone was saying. So I was like, so let's just not disrespect who Skip is. (laughs) Okay, let's not disrespect that the guy pretty much was a pioneer of sports analysis with this blend. Um, So with that being said, look, that's why I'm actually so happy that I, I do my thing solo. Because whenever you're in a partnership and one of those guys becomes really big, he's going to leave. Do you know the moment I knew that this was going to happen was when he started Club Shay Shay. I was like, oh, okay, there's now an expiry date on this. Here's the thing. Everyone thinks that, oh, this is the moment that Shannon Sharps said he was going to leave. You know when he was disrespected by Skip? No, no, no. Now, that may have quickened the process. But the moment he opened Club Shay Shay and was getting loads and loads of subscribers and I think he just hit like a mill like a few weeks ago, I was like, no. Sean Sharp isn't just going to marry himself to this. He has an exit strategy mm. because he knows that, wow, I am now a huge massive asset and I am now, I'm not big enough to actually create my own show and actually be my own boss. And especially with the whole YouTube thing, I can actually now be, rather than walk under this conglomerate of a fox and so forth, I can be my own boy because I have now shown that I am, I have the popularity, I have the um, viralness, I've got the social media, so I can do this by myself. So maybe the few episodes quickened his exit strategy, but even if those things didn't happen, he was always going to be like, say to skip the hey, skip, fox, it's been a great few years and so forth, but I think I'm ready to now take the next step in my career. So it was always going to happen. And I think that's the danger because if, let's say, the football hot was like two guys working with someone and everything and I either fall out with that person or that person becomes way more popular than me and guys are like, oh, no, no, I actually prefer him there and so forth and he now leaves, what happens? Here's the thing though. I think this is where you can, you can come in now. <laughs> the jealousy. 1,000%. Hmm. Skip would have had 
some jealousy towards Shannon. The reason why I, lo- I love Skip so much is that he is so flawed <laughs> as a human being. He doesn't even pretend to be a perfect model or a perfect human being. The guy is so flawed. <laughs> and when you hear about how his issues with his father, him growing up and everything, you can see that the guy, he's far from being a perfect human being. So 1000%, he was jealous of the popularity of Shannon. And he knew, because he ain't an idiot, he knew that, oh, this guy is becoming really big. He's becoming really popular now. And skip having that ego of, wait, I started this. I brought Stephen A. Smith on and showed him to the world. I brought Shannon Sharp on and brought him to the world. No, I've got to show that I'm still that guy and so for the boys. That's like Skip is like, look, it's 2023 and the dynamics of the demographics have changed, bro. To the point where if you had to take like a poll of like, who do you like most out of Stephen A, Skip and Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp would win it by a landslide. Mm-hmm. By a landslide, you know, because a lot of guys are now turning off Stephen A. Smith now. A lot of guys are now really disliking Stephen A. Smith and Skip has always been Mama, it's love him or hate him, so yeah. Yeah, I think when it was Skip and Shannon versus Stephen A and Max, basically for that time slot, the the two particulars that I think most people liked, or at least that I like, let me not speak for everybody, that's a bit arrogant and pretentious. I preferred Max and Shannon. Like I preferred the two that weren't the kind of firebrand main attraction uh, A side. I preferred the B side essentially. But I think Shannon has become the A side on Undisputed. People tune in to see what is Shannon going to say. Skip is almost his foil, which is not what the formula of the show is meant to be. Um perhaps in the same way that Stephen A started to take over first take and you know then Skip was like all right Fox is offering this I'll go there and I'll do that so um I mean I do think that the Tom Brady incident if we'll call it that you know put your glasses back on like I do think that incident had some quickening um in the kind of devolution of their relationship. Like, I think it proved to Shannon that, okay, like this guy, he'll do, he'll do and say anything. He'll disrespect me for views. Um, and maybe I, I can't remember any moment before that, that was that contentious, even though they've had their back and forth moments, there was nothing. I was like, Oh wow. Like that, that didn't seem like television. Like you can tell. And again, arrogant, pretentious, but, there is a sense that you get when people are arguing and they're going back and forth. Well, oh, that like he's he's he he has this position or she has this position to make good television. So JJ Reddick does this, I think. Jay hmm. Williams is maybe the best example of this. He has outlandish opinions, but they're outlandish opinions for the sake of the show or just television or this is why I'm here. And that creates an argument between people, and that's why people watch, you know, argument you know, embrace debate, all these different types of things. But you can tell when there's like a, an added level of like, oh, this is actually serious. And like, this is, this is, this goes beyond entertainment and television and sports talk. And it's actually become personal. So when Jalen Rose called Skip Bayless water pistol Pete, <laughs> like that turned like, oh, we're, we're, we're not just talking about, um, 
this 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 has gone beyond sports talk. This has now become personal. When Skip told Shannon like he's better than you, and and Shannon's voice went up like three octaves. I'm in the fucking Hall of Fame. Like his voice went so high, like it didn't match his body or his look or anything. He's like Skip, I'm in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I was like, and I was still like, yeah, he is in the Hall of Fame. And then, like, when he's like, he's better than you, and Skip and Shannon was like, I'm better than you. like he he said I'm better than you to 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 Skip. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, like it's gone beyond actual television. Like this mm. seems like beef. So if I already had it in my mind that maybe I don't want to wake up at whatever time it is on the West Coast and film this show for two hours and 30 minutes, three hours every every day, every weekday. And I have an easier place where I could just interview people, have guests. I have more fun, more enjoyment. I have more control. Um, I feel more appreciated in that sense. Like, of course, he was going to do that anyway. But that moment, I do think, was like the, not the beginning of the end, but like a definite ending you know and then it, it tends to happen after the nba finals i think when skip left first take it was after the nba finals as well so that'll be their last thing but yeah I, skip to your first point i'm assuming you're eating in the background so i'm kind of rambling but oh no 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 okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just put in my laptop away cool so yeah skip i mean he is I don't want to call him an innovator because sports debate shows have been around for forever. And even on ESPN, I think the real innovative show was Pardon the Interruption with Mike Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser, where you have two people, two, two, two journalists going back Did you know what, what was also weird? When he said Pardon the Interruption, I thought you were about to do something. Oh, no, no, no. That's, 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 <laughs> oh, that's, the, so that's the, the name of the show. Of the show. Yeah, it's called PTI, oh. pardon, pardon the Interruption. It, it oh. dropped 2001, 2002, and it was the first show that I can remember where you had two journalists who went back and forth on particular topics, and they would debate each other, and it got hot, but they were friends, ultimately. Mm. But And then I think in the, mor- the morning shows looked at that and thought, let's take some of those debate elements and let's bring them to... Our morning shows. So Cold Pizza had a segment between, I think it was Skip Bayless primarily and Woody Page. Hmm. And they argued, you know, for 15, 20, 30 minutes. And then the show would go back to, you know, showing highlights and different things. Skip's innovation is we can take this debate segment and make it the whole hour or the whole two hours. Hmm. This is back when the show was on ESPN2. It wasn't on big ESPN yet. It was on ESPN2. And they were like, let's just debate each other because those are the segments where people watch the most. And that innovation, I think, has sparked so many different types of shows. It's Undisputed. It's First Take. It's Get Up. uh, Get Up is more like the morning show, but it still has those debate elements now because that's what television has become. Yeah, And and I think Max Kellerman and... um... I don't know, and Jay and Jay, Jay Jason Williams and, have one as well. And Keyshawn Johnson, I forget what yeah. it's called. There's there's another one on Fox, 
um, with Nick Wright and those guys. Mm-hmm. But that's effectively what television has become. It's just yeah. you have your professional, you have your journalist or television guy, and they go back and forth. Um, and that's that's what it is. So I think Skip is again. I don't want to call him innovative, but I think. <laughs> but 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 oh, just 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 quickly, mm. I think he did have his finger on the pulse of what it of what makes good television. No, no, but you know what it is. I think I think it's sort of innovation by proxy of personality. So it's like he maybe didn't, as as you said, these things already existed before in some sort of a format. So maybe he helps refine it. Mm. But there's never really been a personality quite like Skip. And based on just his personality and his character and just the way he debates and the way he analyzes, there was never anyone really like it because. The kind of takes that he would take, and the way that he will he'll put it across, it's like love him or hate him, he's engaging. So it's one of those guys where you love to hate. And the key thing is that if you can get guys to watch, even though they hate you, boom, you're onto something. So guys who despise Skip, and these guys will say, Skip, you're an idiot, you're a moron, you don't know nothing. What, what the hell did you do? You didn't even have a freaking career, but you're engaging, but you're watching. His is okay, but his innovation, you could say, would be the agenda. Oh yeah. Narrative. I don't know I don't know if anybody on television has had such strong narrative and agendas as him. So this starts I, I guess you could say it maybe starts with LeBron, but the biggest one was Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is what set oh, wow. first take off to I mean number one in the ratings, essentially. Because yeah. he was his narrative was Tim Tebow is a winner. And then Tim Tebow went on that crazy run where he actually won a playoff game <laughs> despite being a horrible quarterback. He can't throw. He can't yeah. throw. Like that was Stephen A. Smith. That's that's what that's where their show popped off, really. Was just hey, oh yeah, no, no, yeah. I remember that, that yeah, yeah, season yeah, yeah, yeah. of Tim yeah. Tebow. And he took that and that's the formula. I take a position, and if you watch the show, then you know my position. Yeah. And so he'll he'll have his Tom Brady is the greatest. I'm never backing down on that. Michael Jordan is the greatest. I'm never backing down on that. Because Michael Jordan is the greatest, I'm going to criticize LeBron. I'm never <laughs> backing down on that. Tim Tebow can play. Johnny Manziel can play. Baker Mayfield will be good. What will hmm. uh, Russell Westbrook is a liability? What whatever the narrative is, he'll stick to that. And yeah. that then forces the second person to take the opposite. So so because Skip is so anti-LeBron, Shannon Sharp must be <laughs> the ultimate LeBron stand that yeah. then creates great television. Because you have two diametrically opposed views with people who seem friendly, and then they go back and forth like it's a barbershop. What ruins it is what if these guys don't actually like each other? What if they are just actually arguing? That that's not as fun. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. I mean, look. I, th- I think look. My thing though is, it's going to be interesting to see how things go forth because here's the thing, and this is what Shannon Sh- 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 should be careful of. You are a great personality, you know, and I think you're probably the most liked and probably the most popular sports personality out there. It doesn't work by yourself, and it doesn't work with you getting guests. You need a cop. Uh, it takes two to tango. Look at what happened to Festic. In my view, Festic has been ruined. Festic had new life with Max Kellerman, 
I was like, oh, okay, this works because, like, I really, 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 really like how Max Kellerman analyzes. Mm-hmm. Just, just the way he just breaks things down and just how he just sort of puts forth the, his points. I just like how he, he does it. But it is what it is. Wait, wait, wait. What's the name of the NFL guy of, like, Terrell Owens? Um, yeah. Based He's on black in a youth, Stephen, and he black in a youth. <laughs> so, you know, that was, and also, it wasn't Max's fault. It's just so weird. Max did nothing wrong, but it is just it was, what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 my thing, though, is first take hasn't been the same. Like, since Max, like, first take now, it's it's a mess. It's a, it's all a mess, because it's now Stephen A gives what's three guys, then there are four people, then there's two people, then there's one. It's it's, it's all a mess. It's, so, I'm like, look. I'll pop and pop up, but like I really hardly watch first take. I just go straight to um, I watch um on the speed. Yeah, more than that. Yeah, so so for so it's gonna be interesting to see what they do because Skip, how the hell do you find another Sean Sharp, bro? It's well, impossible. Okay. Skip is who he is. So you just it's it's easier to plug someone opposite Skip than finding a new skip. So that's his that's his I don't know, get it a jail free card. You can find the Woody Page. You can find the Stephen A. You can find the Shannon Bomani Sharp. Jones. Yeah. Uh Bo- Bomani's a bit I mean it's it's um how would you call it? It's a bit it's it's a stereotype to say he's like too smart or he's too this or he's too that, but I don't think Bomani is like he's not one to play with. Like you can't oh, really yeah, yeah, win yeah. an argument with him because he's He's that guy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's good. He's, he's the one. Like, I don't think yeah. he will play the game. Like, he'll try to win every argument and then win every argument and make you look stupid. And I don't think Skip, at the yeah. end of the day, wants that. He wants somebody <laughs> who he can play with. And Shannon, you can play with him until it gets serious. And yeah, we yeah, saw yeah. we saw what happened when it got serious. Stephen A is good at this. Like, JJ J. Reddick will say something. Skip and, and Stephen A would be like, We'll come back to that. <laughs> He's just like, we'll, we'll come back and we'll make good television. Um, I don't know if Bomani's really interested in making good television. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But you can find a person. It it, it, it won't be hard to find a foil for... That's interesting though about Bomani because I think... I was reading some people talking like, why is that... Bomani Jones, you've never really had a show that's really popped off to the level of a festival or undisputed when it is so clear that you are so extremely good at what you, you do. But a, again, it's a game. It's not really about how good you are in terms of being an analyst. It's about your personality as well. So it's mm-hmm. literally a combo of both, of analyzing, playing the game, and your character. But Manny, but Manny is Jones a- is just an extremely smart, intelligent, and very good analyst. So he doesn't really have the kind of flamboyancy and the larger than life nature of a Stephen A or a thing because he just no, I am here to give you all these points. Boom, 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 boom. Do you, do you, like Bo, 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 Bomani to me is firstly, I feel like he's a good solo artist. Mm. Like he's just somebody you can like you you put a coin in the jukebox and you say anything and he'll give you historical references like it in an ideal world i would love to talk like bomani jones yeah, 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 yeah that's that's my style but ultimately he's like he's like one of those like cornell west michael eric dyson 
just like one of those public intellectual persons, but just tailored it to sports. Yeah. And bringing him on a show where we're not really here to have smart analysis <laughs> or we're, we're not here to make you think. We're here to entertain you. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, an, it's and an entertainment. It, and, yeah. and if you think as a byproduct, cool. But that's not, <laughs> but, but that's not what we're here for. But yeah. I, I think Bomani's not a problem. I actually like his analysis and I prefer listening to him more than anybody on ESPN. Mm. But in order to be good at that game, you have to be willing to lose an argument for the sake of the television show. Because that's what makes good TV. Yeah. You you yeah. you have to be you have to take non-principled stances. Skip always calling out LeBron, LeBron's not clutch, LeBron's not this. I don't think he believes that. Maybe he's tricked himself into actually thinking <laughs> that it's real. But I I don't think those are principled stances. I think that's just this is what my character demands because I'm yeah. I'm not Skip Bayless. I'm just skip on TV, like you know how it's. I'm, I'm not Diego. I'm Maradona. I'm oh, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> yeah. Irving Johnson. I'm Magic. Like yeah. Skip is being a version of Skip Bayless, but he's not actually being him. There's mm. no way. There's well, actually, there is a way because you can do it for long enough to where you actually believe it. But I don't think someone like Bomani is willing to to take an unprincipled, illogical stance for the sake of television, just and being being so silly and wrong obviously wrong and i i feel this way and this is why perhaps like this show can't be an undisputed or it can't be a first take or like talking tactics is what i mean i'm not willing to be incorrect on tape i i don't have that in me because there's something in my in my ego and my pride that i i'm not willing to be stupid on tape, I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, mm-hmm. Daniel is being dealt. Like, I there's something in me that's just like, no, I get too much validation from from my feeling like I'm smart to where I'm not gonna dumb myself down. And I feel like Bomani has that issue for the sake of television. Whereas Skip, Shannon, Stephen A, they're willing to take whatever position because they know the masses will watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's 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 a show. It's and, a show. And Kellerman, I think, had that problem and Stephen A deduced it. He's like, no, Max, you're too principled in your arguments. I can't say anything to you because you're gonna take the right or what sounds like the right thing. How can I make good TV with that? I can't, because I'm always gonna look like the bad guy. And then when you bring race into it, Stephen yeah. A's response. Well, no, 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 but because I think take it to another level. Because I remember I was watching Stephen A's Smith show because I think someone, I think it was from in Miami show was sort of being critical of like how sports like debates has sort of been cheapened on TV. Le, uh, Dan Lebertard. Yes, yes, yes. And then Stephen A. Smith, he then said like on his show, he was basically realistic about how. You know, our ratings, the numbers that we're doing, how I'm viral and everything. Well, surely I must be doing something right and everything, you know. And it's one of those things of where they're both right. It is right in terms of you don't, I don't go to first take and I'm supposed to get truly substantial analysis all the way through. It's It's there. If you sift through everything, it's there, and you can see a few nuggets. But it's 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 a, it's a I think it's the perfect balance of entertainment and analysis. And my thing, if you want just raw analysis and so forth, Bomani is there. 
because he was just going to give it, give it zero. But she wants a bit of both. To me, I feel almost the best thing now, I just think, is really undisputed because I just feel like, like, like see, Steve, Stephen A. Smith, I just feel, because he started as a journalist, though. And see, Stephen A. Smith yeah. is a tricky one. He's a tricky one because it's like, sometimes it's borders on the seaward. Sometimes it does. Board. He's in the territory. It's not on the border. He's he's, he's Look, like it's three hundred kilometers inside the territory. Actually, actually, you, you know one thing that he did rub me the wrong way. It was you know um, during the Olympics, I think it was oh, Team yeah. USA against the Nigerian team, and then he was just sort of like like basically he was just like mocking their names and like because he didn't even know how to pronounce them. He's like, you know that's you are actually. In the words of Dr. Umar, you are American-African. <laughs> Did you watch that whole Dr. Umar one from South Africa? Did you? Yes, watch the whole I watched thing? the whole thing. Yeah, last <laughs> I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched the whole thing yesterday. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. So, <laughs> so Stephen, said, as an American-African, you sort of just like cheapening and mocking African names. That just that was just incredibly stupid. <laughs> that was incredibly stupid. But yeah, I think yeah, Stephen, it just was as if because when he wants to now be remember, he's a journalist. And his first was decade or more was working for a newspapers, was a beat writer and everything. Mm-hmm. But I feel you've become such a huge, massive meme and everything. He just leans a bit too much into the entertainment aspect. He of says things. he wakes up every day thinking, How can I make my bosses more money? <laughs> that's that's what no, that's his thing. He wrote it down in a book, he says it out loud. He wakes up every day and thinks, how can I make my bosses more money? And then how can I get some of it? Wait, so, so, so hold on. Now, maybe you don't know. Is he paid the same as, is it, is it Greeny? I have no idea what the salaries are. But I think Stephen A. Smith is probably the highest paid person at ESPN. Yeah, Te- yeah. Te- television personality. There's no way. They have him doing UFC, boxing, NBA, and Well, that's the thing, though. Big- he because does so many you see, things. that's what Joe Biden, because this, I think, was about a year ago, because Joe Biden made the point of apparently, I think it's something Greenberg is was the highest paid. I don't know that still now, but at the point he was the highest paid. I said, wait a minute, you have this guy doing UFC, boxing, Olympics, all these shows. How is he not as paid as much as Greenberg, who I think at the time was the, was the highest paid? But, but maybe it's, it's, it's changed now. So, hold on, I'm looking it up. Uh, because yeah. like like he has to be the high speed because he in terms is, of how he much is, he's doing he yeah okay he is now yeah 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 I mean they're they're like um, the play by play people like Jim Nance or uh, Joe Buck or those guys who like those are the Mike Tarico those guys I know get paid a lot of money but those are the the what the the silver tongues whatever those guys are the the mm. guys with the deep voices that can call plays and they do NFL golf and tennis yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. like those guys get paid a lot of money like the Mike Breen like the bang like oh, those yeah, guys bang. those guys get paid a lot of money um but in terms of just on air personality on weekly shows Stephen A he he has to be he has to be um but yeah I you just have you need to find an athlete. If you're Skip Bayless, find an athlete 
because there there are no real Stephen A. Smiths anymore. Like I don't think you're gonna find a journalist then, like then, that. Then that is walk. Okay, so if you can't get someone of the caliber of like a Shannon Sharp or Stephen A. Smith you, you that has analysis like and entertainment, then does the show work? Yeah, because Skip works. Because people aren't gonna just give up his LeBron narrative until LeBron retires. But does but it doesn't work as well as Undisputed because what's made Undisputed work is it takes two to to tangle. Of course, Skip is still there and it'll be everything. But then, it's literally Skip against like a doormat. With all due disrespect. <laughs> but what's made this good is that, oh, these are two giants. Logan Head. I don't want to see a giant and like a, a freaking ant. I want to see mm. a giant against an Oh, blow. Big blow. Big blow. Big blow. So, we're now going from heavyweight against heavyweight to heavyweight against like a featherweight. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's if I can think of an immediate athlete that would be that good on TV as Shannon Sharp, and they don't immediately come to mind. No, no. Because um, you would need somebody that knows football and basketball primarily. Yeah. You would need somebody that's good at an argument. Like maybe, maybe they could get one of like the I am athlete or the pivot, more like one of those dudes, like a Fred Tate. Oh yeah, Fred yeah. Ryan Clark is there. Ryan Clark, but he's with ESPN. He's already yeah, yeah, yeah. like Brandon Marshall, maybe. But is he gonna? That's that's his baby, though. Like, is he gonna leave his pod? You can do both. Actually, it's true. It's true. It's true because it isn't every day. They they record it out of sync. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, then again, you, you Brandon Marshall, right now, sorry, like, or, no, no. or I mean, Terrell Owens, you could get maybe. Um, Michael Vick, I know, has been on the show before, but like no. Shannon Sharp again is a particular talent, and he yeah. and he's always been outspoken. I remember him when he was a tight end for the for the for the Broncos. Like when I was a kid, this is the first Super Bowl I remember. They played the the Falcons, I think, in '98, mm. and like he's just always been fun, loud, talkative <laughs> on the okay. side. So because so, 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 because so, yeah. so, so let, let's let's. The other one, so like last half half hour, then so I've been trying to, I've been, I've been extended that conversation, so we don't well, have to. Well, Daniel, about sorry, it. the extension is officially over now. Now you're in the hot seat, so all right, your country is in the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> today. It is. Um, so yeah, like it's, it's it's been all over the news and everything, and um, so it's about now, I mean, okay, maybe you'll help it, but it's right, so it's is making homosexuality a crime officially making it a crime where i think you can now pretty much be imprisoned um mike because i want to because i want to cover like two aspects because mainly of the, the president's speech president's name president's name uh yoweri museveni okay you can call him M7. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You were in Museveni. Okay. Yeah, you were Kaguta Museveni. So, um, oh, my God. Since 1986? <laughs> the hell? <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I mean, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, okay. All right. So, okay. This, okay. This gets interesting. So, look. My thing is that I'm of two minds here. Because this is so complicated. Because... He had me at, we must not be at the behest of imperialists. Like, that's like my trigger word. Like, that's the word that just gets me doing cartwheels. 
like we will not allow the imperialists to dictate what we do in our country. I'm like, yes, you have me. But then you lose me at you're making homosexuality a crime. <laughs> because this just reminds me of growing up in Nigeria. All throughout my time when I was growing up, I never knew of any homosexual person. Homosexuality, it didn't even exist. There was nothing on TV. It wasn't spoken about. It wasn't referenced to. It was as if homosexuality just didn't exist. And I was like, that's impossible. <laughs> because there surely are homosexual people in a country of 200 million. But all through my growing up, I did not even hear a hint of homosexuality. The first time I was exposed to a thing of homosexuality was when I came to Europe. But before I set foot in Europe, I was oblivious to the whole thing, just based on just how extremely conservative and religious um, people in Africa are. Hence why a lot of Africans, you put them in Europe or thinking they'd vote conservative. Like my uncle, who lives in Atlanta, um, who's a surgeon, he's a Republican. You know, he most times than not, he votes Republican. Um, so that's just, uh, so I think most Africans, if they were to move to America or Europe, they either vote conservative or they vote Republican. But this, I just think it's wild. Because of just the way the world is going, the movement of the LGBTQ, um, and even... I was even speaking to, so my cousin just had a baby recently and I just went to go and see him and, and the, the wife. Mm. And me and his wife were just talking about um, this whole LGBT transgender movement and just how vociferous they are. Because her position was, after just having a baby, she's even much more steadfast in saying that transgender women are not biological women. They are different because childbirth is just something very different. Okay, and we're just having a really cool combo about that. But my thing though is, how will the LGBTQ people react to this new <laughs> uh, statement now and stance from people in Uganda? And what's even scarier now is the reaction of people in Africa. <laughs> That's the thing that frightens me because we we know how Europeans, the world will react. We know people in Africa, they'll be like, okay. <laughs> okay. People are like, okay, uh, what's the, the problem? What's the big idea? So, so, so before I kick it over to you, mm -hmm. my stance is you have to be realistic. That's my thing. You have to be realistic. And by that I mean, and this is where I've always been, you can't treat homosexuality, which is proven in my view, hence what I want to hear in view, in my view, is nature more than nurture. And those people that have tried to use experiments to reverse the psychology or whatever of homosexuality, most times or not, it, it is failed. So my thing is that you have to be re realistic and accept that I'm sorry, homosexuals exist. It is what it is. Now, teaching it to kids and enforcing it onto kids, that's a no-no. That's a no-no. Okay? You can't force people to accept your lifestyle and be one with your lifestyle. That's crazy. But at the same time, 
it's, 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 you can't lump in us now making homosexuality a crime is us going against imperialists. No, 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 no. I am, I am for you of you going against the imperialists and your colonial masters. I am, I am, I'm, I'm all in for that fight. I'm ready. Lumping in homosexuality in the, uh, no, in the sense of you making it a crime, but in the sense of either you accept LGBTQ, you're a hater. Oh, I'm with you with that because I am not with this whole extremely aggressive LGBTQ movement. No, I'm fully against that. But come on, bro. What do we say? Talk to me. As a Ugandan. <laughs> so for guys who are listening, Daniel is half Ugandan. So yeah. he's in the All hot right. seat. <laughs> so, well, man. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's, go, go right in there. Go right in there, bro. Go right in there. You are never going to hear me fumble and stumble over my words as much as you are right now. <laughs> no, 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 when I saw the news, and then I then sort of tagged you. And you were like, oh boy. <laughs> I was like, I, I got him, I got him, I got him. Yeah, you got Okay, so where, where do we start? Okay, first, let's start with the religion aspect because I think this is the most important piece. There are American fundamentalist Christian uh, organizations that for decades have been on the African continent sponsoring legislation outlawing homosexuality. So not just in Uganda, in Kenya, in Tanzania, in Ethiopia, just taking East Africa in general, um, there are laws and provisions punishable by prison in many ways, in many cases, that if you're caught doing some homosexual act, you can be thrown in jail. The, the biggest, I would guess, pusher of that are the fundamentalist Christian and... I guess you would say the, the the evangelical, the fundamentalist evangelical Christian wing in many of these countries. In majority Muslim countries, we don't even need to have the discussion. Nobody really needs to talk about what happens in the North. Um, or maybe you could maybe talk about what it is in Southern Nigeria versus Northern Nigeria. We could we could have that discussion. But generally speaking, Uh-oh. there's there's been, I forget the, the name of the man, He's from Massachusetts, and he's like some white dude that has been in Uganda heavy for like years and years, pushing this type of legislation. The reason I fumbled over my words and we're here now is if you remember, I mean, there are two videos from Uganda that basically speak to the to the problem. So one of them is a quite famous meme of basically an interviewer talking to a transgender person and the first question the interview starts off the bat the guy goes why are you gay have you seen that have you seen that video? everyone's seen that bro exactly so there's, everyone's there's, seen that there's, there's why are you gay and if you watch the whole interview a, the, a preacher calls in on the interview his name is pastor martin sampa okay so he he's calling in he's driving to the studio to confront this transgender person on tv he gets there with a banana and different fruit (laughs) and he's he's basically saying you guys put this up your anus and different types of things like he goes in on tv 
this Martin sample is the same Martin sample of the second, or this is the, the I think the second one I'm going to mention came before the first, but I'm sure you've seen Eat the Poo Poo. Have you seen this? Have you seen that video? I have not. You have- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure whether I, I want to. <laughs> now, if you watch it, all you have to do is type in Eat the Poo Poo. And this is all, this is, this is the confirmation of how effective the campaign of those Christian groups has been in particular places around the world, but in Uganda in particular. So basically, Martin Sample is again this this pastor, and he basically goes on campaigns around the country, and he he shows graphic images of homosexuality. Uh, normally, I think men, um, and he's basically like, "Is this what we want in Uganda?" And all of the crowd is like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And this is during Obama. So uh, I remember, I I think one of the lines was, you go ask Barack. Let me not do the accent. I could, but let me not. He says, go ask Barack Obama if this is what he wants to bring to Uganda, the pearl of Africa, essentially. So there's always been this this right agenda to say, if homosexuality is going to be promoted in the United States, perhaps the United States is gone, but we can go to different countries and make sure that certain legislation is enacted and they use themselves and they use particular pastors. And it's not difficult to find Christian people who don't agree with homosexuality. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's not that difficult, but you can, you can kind of massage the, the thought to put something into legislation. I think in Ghana, there's also, legislation that's coming out um that's anti-lgbt anti uh transgender like these are things that are happening on the continent there's a momentum that seems to be we don't want this here because it's a western imposition now we get to your original point of or your first sentence once we seven and african leaders do this far too often far, far too often for my liking anyway they mix one good thing with something that I'm like, ah, I mean, like you could use that for something better. You don't have to like you're burning political capital on a problem that's really not a problem. If if what you say is true and homosexuality in Uganda or just in Africa in general, because mm-hmm. that's that's generally where this is going is not that big of a problem because it's not culturally relevant to the people who live there. Then you don't need a law to tell people not to do something that's not of their culture because not enough people are doing it to make it a law. But in making it a law, you've now expended political capital on the global stage because you know what's going to happen. You're going to upset the West because the West is the one who's pushing these ideas with their culture, right? Mm. So for me, there's already a problem there. There's already a slight contradiction. You can't say Ugandans aren't gay, it's not of our culture, and then create a law that outlaws it. I mean, if if you're creating a law that outlaws it, then clearly people must be doing it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. you're, you're acknowledging that it exists. Yeah, exactly. You're acknowledging that it's there. So that's one thing. The second thing, this is the first thing, but my second thing. Using imperialism 
again, you're you're burning. You're using the words of somebody who's doing something noble, or you're addressing a problem that's actually real, but over a problem again that I don't think, according to you, and according to me, I don't think it's that big of an issue. Put it this way. In the United States, where people are saying a lot of this is coming from, or just the West in general, yeah. as someone who lives in the United States, you live a lot of places, but yes. primarily in England, London in particular, and maybe you could speak to this more than me, you don't meet that many gay people. Even here, I, I, the number of gay people that I've met in my life in the United States, now keep in mind I do, but I live in a college town, so mm. there's that. It's not some vast percentage of people that you meet that are gay, lesbian, queer, whatever, whatever it is. It's not that popular. It's popular on TV, like the yeah. the, the the propaganda the that you see on yeah. television is is heavy. But but it's, it's not out in the open way. It's oh my gosh, everywhere like, you're seeing. Like you're not walking into a, a a store or just wherever people are, and it's like wow, homosexuals. Like it's, unless it's, you. Go to a specific place or a specific so basically so like there's like um there's a there's a particular place in London and a particular bar that if (laughs) there's a bar called JAY bar, (laughs) you know, and the particular bars and sections where oh if you go there. There are particular places where people congregate, but that that goes for every behavior. But I'm just saying like in in your general walk around, no, it's not like wow, I feel I feel you know, taste the rainbow. And, like, and, that's, and, that's and, and here's happening. the thing, though. I'll go a step further because, you know, one of my friends is gay and he told me a story of like, and even, and this is even in London that is supposed to be very mm. progressive, that there was a time when he was holding hands with his partner and I and one person spat at them. Oh, wow. You know? So, you don't even really see that situation of two men holding hands. Mm. Or two women holding hands in public. I hardly see that. And I walk around London a lot, especially during the summer. I just sort of walk around and everything. And maybe once in a while I may see it, but hardly ever, I hardly ever it's, see two men holding it's hands. A, it's a rare occurrence, I will say, it, at least in yeah. my life. There may be particular cities. If you go San Francisco, Seattle, Portland. Oh, yeah, there we may, go. There we go yeah. may, maybe the, the percentage goes up a bit. But general in everyday life here, I'm not inundated with homosexual acts. That's the United States where people say it's the hub. Now go to Uganda and how far and and how less do you, of an occurrence do you think that is? Go to Nigeria, how far of a less of a how far less of an occurrence do you think that is? It must be f- many factors less. Based now, on the culture. Now, exactly, you could say based on the culture, you could say based on the repression, etc. Et there yeah, there we go. Yes, yes. Now, what this bill says. <laughs> um the people who who may die from this are people who are accused of aggra- aggravated homosexuality. So there's homosexual, like it's like assault, effectively. So you know how you have assault and aggravated assault yeah. or battery, aggravated battery. They've homosexuality is already a what a prisonable offense. And that's not just in Uganda. That's, again, in many countries in Africa, probably around the world if you go to the Middle East. or Actually, if you go to places like Qatar, I think there is a death penalty there. But, you know, that's, that's a different... Yeah. I mean, you can have a World Cup there. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, anyway. Yeah. Um, there's aggravated homosexuality is what the death penalty is for. And it, once I read this, 
I mean, I'm not going to say people wouldn't think like, oh, okay, I get it. But if you if you come from their thinking, it says the the offense of aggravated homosexuality to be committed by person A when person A has gay sex with B and person A has HIV, is a guardian or a parent of person B, has authority or control over person B, if person B has a disability, if person A is a serial offender or A causes B to use anything with intent to stupefy or overpower B to enable any person to have unlawful carnal connection with any person of the same sex. So this is saying basically you you uh aggravated homosexuality is when you have HIV and you have sex with someone. Mm. You have sex with a guardian or if a guardian or a parent has sex with their children effectively if you have control over someone holding them down i guess rape um yeah. if person b has a, a disability if they're mentally handicapped or whatever and you take advantage if you're a serial offender i guess if that means if you've done this multiple times or if you drug the person to take advantage of them um so effectively it's like gay rape that's oh. That's no. that's that's what this is. Um, I mean, now I don't so, agree so, with so, that. So, so, now, so, so, just just, so just, just the, the, the punishment is what? I mean, it the I think there's imprisonment with up to twenty years, but in the most okay. serious, heinous cases or whatever, like somebody could legitimately die. Okay. Um, it, I don't think there's death with two consenting adults, but that that would entail prison. Mm. So for me, I don't agree with the death penalty on in any in any case. You could ask me, Daniel. Somebody murders your mother. Would you want them killed? No, like I I don't believe in that as a principle. Um, I don't mm. think you can teach people not to kill by killing. I just think that's a massive contradiction. I realize some people wouldn't agree with that, and for some people there are crimes that are death worthy. But for me, like you know, you kill a hundred people, we kill you. There's just something that doesn't so, 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 add so up if- in the math to me. If, if a, a pedophile keeps on offending again and again and again, and he, cannot, he, he just can't help being a pedophile. I don't agree will. with killing them because I feel like the state shouldn't have the power to kill people because mm. what happens if they get it wrong? Guess what wrong? That they were a, a pedophile. No, I'm just like, how, how, many innocent, how many innocent people are worth the lives of 100 guilty pedophiles? would you kill one like can that's basically like it's i mean it's a philosophical argument and we could be here yeah, for yeah no 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 that's the, it's all i, I, I just i, I just yeah. don't agree with killing people for crime. actually no no let's say because because we've got like 10 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. do that on, that's on, on something. Thing, so, so 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 just generally i i don't agree with the death penalty on on any level mm. um but if you th- consider the culture that this this law is coming from it's not as if it doesn't make sense to them And that's kind of where I, where I sit with it. It's like if if you consider the the amount of propaganda that's coming from particular religious organizations, on top of the culture of the uh, on top of the culture of the tribes and people who live in that land, how hard is it really to tell people if a gay person takes advantage of a child, if a gay person takes advantage 
of a minor or a disabled person mm-hmm. if a gay person with hiv takes advantage of somebody by drugging them they should be killed i mean i don't think the hurdle is that high for the whole country to be like yeah like of course right so effectively we there there has to be somebody dealing with the propaganda that's saying there's so many gay people gay people are coming to take over african culture whether that's true or not which I don't think it is, but that's that's the issue. It's how do you get the legislation in the first place? And that is religious leaders, that's p- politicians getting an easy win. Oh, look, we've done something. Instead of fixing roads, instead of fixing airports, instead of fixing schools and education, oh, the government has done something for you. We've saved you from the Western imposition of homosexuality. Because they know ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people in the country would be like, yeah. No, but, but, but I think look, I think the stumbling block is religion. That's where everything stems from. And I just think, and well, we definitely have to have a religious episode. But <laughs> the, the the dots connect. Who brought Christianity to Africa? It was the Europeans. Mm-hmm. And you look at Europe, the level of Christians or people who believe in Christianity. Is far lower than those who believe in Christianity in Africa. So all of Africa's religions and so forth that existed before Christianity, hardly anyone practices them. But Christianity, which is really the white man's religion, which is the European religion, that is what people are so steadfast with. And that foundation is what leads you to saying, okay, sorry, we have to, especially with the way the world is going, we have to put a ban on homosexuality, which is, of course, a big no-no within Christianity. Again, me and my brother, we were both having a conversation with our uncle, who is also a part-time pastor, about, okay, but what if a homosexual is good and does everything? Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> say, no, 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 but, 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 but uncle, blah, 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 nope, 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 nope. And that's just how it is. <laughs> like, yeah. there, there is no wiggle room. There is no, no wiggle, wiggle, wiggle room. So, and it's a... Battle, you will never win. You never, you're never winning it. So, and if you think about it from the Western context, I mean, not even Western. Let me make it specific to the United States because I don't want to speak for all of the West because I don't know if they all go by this. But America's really big on Judeo-Christian values. You'll hear Mm. that one, Judeo-Christian values. So basically, the values of the Bible and the Torah. You know, Judaism, Christianity, whatever those values are. If you read the books, the first five books of the Bible or just basically anything in the New Testament or the Old Testament, you're not supposed to do gay things according to those books. And if people live their lives by those books, I mean, the ultimate conclusion would be that it is a crime by God to do particular acts. Now, the ultimate contradiction is, is in America, there's now a separation of church and state. Not now, but that's how they, that's, that's, that's what it's meant to be. Effectively mm-hmm. meaning what the church says and does shouldn't always reflect what the state does. Yeah. Or what the state does shouldn't always be what the church wants. Because, you know, they, they, <laughs> there were massive problems with that in Europe. <laughs> where, like, the king is God on earth and he can do whatever he wants. You know, divorce people, whatever it might be. Kill people, start holy wars, etc. Like, I guess they noticed that maybe we shouldn't say the king is God on earth. Yeah. Um, so because of that separation, 
you can almost get away by saying America is a Christian country. Is this is this is this is that, but the state isn't obliged to follow what's in the holy books. But there is those, like I said, those private, uh, not NGOs, but just like those organizations, just Bible, glo- like uh, you know Billy Graham, surely. Yeah, 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 yeah. His yeah, son, yeah, yeah. Franklin Graham, he goes all around the world telling people just based the fundamentalist line of you know god hates sin but god loves you and accept jesus into your heart and all of this all of that i mean <laughs> africa is i mean <laughs> and I, I, I i i just 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 quickly yeah. I'm, again i'm fumbling over the words because i want to be like <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm trying to thread a needle here um i've always said that if you can imagine god's prayer line or like like an email the amount of mail that god gets from africa is the most from any continent (laughs) like and i and because i always say like people pray over sports and that goes like into the spam folder of god's you know prayer mail but the amount of messages god receives from the continent of africa if you know and just overall big god like no no religion but like whoever the supreme yeah 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 if the, the African folder is the biggest and most expansive one because there's something inside of African people that just it's connected to spiritual whatever it is. So the white man comes with their book of this is God, this is what it is. And of course, African people are going to latch on to particular spiritual ideas, maybe remix them. You take some traditional whatever and you say this is Jesus, this is the Holy Spirit, this is God the Father, whatever it is. Like and it makes sense in that way. Once the book says what the book says, the people are going to believe what the book says. And if the book says homosexuality is a sin, and you have that, I don't know, for at least four hundred years, how hard is it to figure when these people get their hands on reins of power that they're going to follow the book that you gave them? But but, but they, see. they they follow the book better than you do. But, but that's it. But quick two two things before we go. First yeah. thing before I forget. Now you can, it's 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 your choice because you could either put this out there or not. So it's down to you. Has your father sort of given his response or view on we, the decision? Or we haven't talked fully. You about haven't talked it. about it. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Um, but we will sometime soon for sure. <laughs> I I could tell you what he says. It would be something along the lines of just because the Americans are doing something doesn't mean we should have to be beholden to what the Americans do. Okay. Just just if, if America wants to be homosexual and gay, let them be homosexual and gay. But just because they do it doesn't mean we have to follow. And that's and that idea is very dangerous. Don't forget your second point. Yeah. Because, because now Museveni is using the imperialist turn or trick into rallying the people behind a bad political move. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So, so the basically he's saying, like, look, the imperialists are going to come after us because we've done this thing. So you need to... It's like Antonio Conte. Expect to suffer <laughs> and stand on African values. Now, I would ask, and this is my question to you before your second point, how do we know what African values actually are given the history of imperialism and colonialism? And not and so weird. That goes to my second point. And my second point is, look at the absurdity. 
what what are you basing this stuff on? The Bible and Christianity. Mm-hmm. Who gave you access to the Bible and Christianity? The Europeans. I think they actually did a study, and I think they said like England has one of the lowest religious believers in all of Europe. Mm-hmm. So I think there are more atheists and they're more like agnostics in England today than in most other European countries. But that is the kind of country that you're now... See, that country are the, are the people who gave you the foundation for you to put this legislation in place because you're using the Bible and Christianity as a base. Bible and Christianity, that wasn't Africa's original re- re- religion. You had religion before that. That was given to you by the Europeans. But the absurdity is those same Europeans are no longer following the Bible word for, for word en masse. Their country and the citizens en masse are about, well, well this whole Bible thing, well, yeah. it's more so an analogy and we have to look at, at it much more in a they pick more macro um, aspect. Yeah, but but you're following it word for word still. So, <laughs> So so, so 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 the weird thing though is that you're saying that we just have to follow what the imperialists do, but, but you are though. Unless you're saying that exactly. we now know what the imperialists gave us better than they know it. <laughs> so that's, I'm like, yeah, that's that's the ultimate contradiction in the in because I was thinking about this earlier today. It's if these are not African values, then that becomes then the question becomes what were African values before the Bible arrived? And yes. and, and and if we can find any examples of homosexuality before they arrived, which in Uganda you just can with a guy called King uh uh oh man, M W it's a Baganda word, I forget his name. King Mwapo? Mwapo? He's like he's one of the more famous people in uganda that was like homosexual before the british took mm. over really oh wow! and okay. he was like known like he had like boyfriends he was bisexual like it's mm. known so b- before they arrived there was clearly at least one person who was a king that had lovers who were male so <laughs> that at least for me gives me a, a a thought like well if if at least one person was gay before they came with their book, then perhaps the African values that you think you're espousing are just the the values like it's it's been around so long you believe what they told you as your own belief. Yeah. That's the sick thing. Like you've been so brainwashed that there's no connection to what was there before. So you think you're thinking with your mind, but really you're thinking with the mind of people who have been colonized before you. And here's the, let's go even deep as well. Should the so-called imperialists chastise you? So the English or French, why are you angry at Uganda? Because your ancestors created this. So you're like, oh my gosh, why are you so against Well, they're there now. No, no, no. But the, the people living in 2023... Are not the same as the guys from the 1700s or the 1600s or the 1400s. You can't see my face, but. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, obviously, I know what you're saying. I'm, 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 I'm speaking in like literal terms. I got terms. you. I got you. Obviously, got you. philosophically, oh, it's all, it's all the same. It's the same <laughs> coconut, but philosophically, but just talking in actual literal terms. So, 
So the weird thing, though, is that, no, you guys, you created this, mm. you know, because you're the guys that brought it. Because the ultimate question and the ultimate what if is, let's say there was never Christianity or any of this stuff in mm. Africa. What would Africa's view towards homosexuality be? Who knows? That's the so, big question. Yeah. So if Africa just had a religion, who knows? So look, man, let's, let's, let's run this out. Look, guy, this was, this is interesting, man. This is interesting, okay. you know? I, I feel like I need to leave it like on a better... Like, ultimately, I do think it is within the African's purview to do what the African thinks is best for African society. So if the majority of people Tran- who, Translation meaning that Daniel is homophobic, so... Yeah, sorry, what is it? <laughs> if, if the body politic... If, if the majority of people who vote for politicians in Uganda believe what they believe their religion to their core and they think that homosexuality is a sin that will send them to hell then who who is the west to tell them who gave them the idea in the first place that they shouldn't then act upon what they believe if what they believe they believe is like an eternal consequence does that make sense? It's it, it, if, if effectively, if I support this act, I'm going to hell. Mm. And I believe this so vehemently that I will make sure it is illegal in my country to do this act. That way I'm preventing myself and my culture from going to hell. No, 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 no basically, Dan, it's, it's, it's a lot easier than that. You gave us this thing called the Bible and you brought this in and we've been interpreting it now, you now have said, well, you shouldn't interpret it that way. Hang on. Why not? So, you because the damage is already done. Mm. The, you've already had decades upon decades upon decades. If you've just decided to wake up one day and be like, you know what? Let's actually not interpret this word for word. Cool. But we've been interpreting it word for word for word. And especially given the relationship of the imperial... And the colony now, which is a lot different from what it was before. Why should we now listen to you guys as to how to interpret? Basically, it's so weird because it's like it goes back to the imperialist view. So for that Ugandan president, I'd love to sit him down and say, Museveni, my guy, my guy, I'm with you. But do you realize that that's Bible and everything you're saying and so forth, the imperialist gave it to you? This is this is the sick thing. He would say yes. Museveni, he's a. I don't want to give it like credit, but like the guy, he's he's a smart politician. Like he knows what he's doing. So and again, this is this goes back to my original point. Like, and I know we need to go, but the African politician will use imperialism when it's necessary, in order to drum up support for whatever they're doing. They know that the masses of African people understand that Europe has done them badly, that the West is imposing things on them, that China is imposing things on them, that increasingly the Middle East is imposing things on them. So it's an easy turn to say the West is doing this to us or the West is trying to do this to us. But no, we are Africans. We will do things our own way. But really, they're only saying that for their own ends, not to help the people, which is my ultimate sadness. And I guess mm-hmm. we can end it there and come back later. Yeah, no, look, look, it's, no, no, look, I think definitely, obviously, we were supposed to do Lion King and we we're going to do Lion King. But when the, the news broke, I was like, no, Daniel, we have to talk about your country, man. Um, 
but also so like we definitely and this this is probably going to be the most difficult episode and I, I don't even know when to do it it's the religion one I would like to do that next week I mean we can get into it yeah bro that's, <laughs> that's okay fine because <laughs> that's it that's it that's a tricky one man. I don't think that's it's that one. tricky it is it's, for me. It's, 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 as someone who grew up in the church it's not that tricky it's hard but it's not tricky yeah, no, look, look, man, all fine. I mean, unless some of the news breaks that, but, like, but I don't no, know. Lion, like... Lion King is, you know what? We should watch the movie and then we can talk about that. Okay, here's the thing, Daniel. Um, you don't want to. I'm watch never it? watching that film ever again. So that's never happening. Read, read the read circle the of light. No, sorry. No. Read the wiki. Okay, I'll, I'll look at the wiki, but I'm never watching the film again. So, guys, look, man, guys, so thank you for watching, man. Remember, guys, follow us on Spotify, Apple, all that stuff, you know. Happy to hear your suggestions. Maybe we'll open up like a Q. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably no. have like a Q and A. <laughs> on this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What's about to say? On this, on this subject, or just in general? Oh no, 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 no not this subject. It's just general Q and A. General Q and A. <laughs> just okay. answer like a few questions. Okay. No, no, not so bad. No. I, th I think we're we're done on this one. All right, guys. We'll see you next week, guys. Peace, 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 peace. peace, peace. Oh man.